Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Economist coming to you live on this edition. Uh, let me just turn my mic around. There you go. Uh, this edition of Rogue News, I'm with my main man, CJ, and we are still in exile. April the 12th, just a few more days, folks, and then we are back in business. Yeah, back in business. Isn't that wonderful, Siege? I love it. It is truly wonderful. It's truly wonderful. It's going to be a beautiful day today, Siege. 70 degrees, the high, where we are. It's going to be nice and raining, like, the next several days. Yeah, yeah. Yes, ni- yeah. nice and raining. It's going to rain? Yeah, like, there's a there's huge front coming through. We're expecting oh, rain, like, the next three or four days. God, this is great. Well, that puts it down. Eh, it's April showers, right? Bring me flowers. April showers, bring me flowers. And that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Anyway, folks, thank you all for listening in. RogueNews.com. You can go directly to Rogue News and get this broadcast live right over there. And we are every we are on every single podcasting app known to humanity, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, TuneIn, uh, and everything else that's out there. Uh, and we're pretty much on every single platform. The links will be in the description box. I mean, there's not much of a description box here on 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 Twitch. I don't think they 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 do a real description box. Maybe anyway. when you schedule it, there's a way to customize for each destination. You probably oh, I don't know what I'm doing, Siege. We're just in, we're just in exile until we're just yeah. counting down the day. Rogan exile. That's it. I love it. It's a little reprieve, and uh, you know we are uh, you know building a base here on on Twitch and on D Live and whatnot, but. You know, we will make our triumphant return to YouTube like conquerors, CJ. We will be That's like right. conquerors. We will conquer. Siege, great news. Uh, you call this, you crazy madman, you. And it's happened. Yes, yes. So e- Elon Musk, not sure if everyone has heard yet, but Elon Musk has secured a, um, not a, not a super majority, but in terms of the largest share owner of Twitter now. I think he accumulated 8.1%, which effectively puts him at a, a very heavy level of influence in regards to to Twitter. And yeah, I mean, I think the writing was kind of on the wall there. If you followed his social media post, some of the podcasts that he's done, and as I alluded to, I mean, Elon has became one of those figureheads that's really promoting the ideas of, of, of freedom, liberty, yep. anti-censorship of really anything at this point. So, so kudos to, to Elon. Elon, and, and here's the thing, the market responded in such a favorable way. Remember one of the things that we talked about, one of the things I said before is that, you know, as we're getting closer to the 2022 midterm elections, that the system, okay, which has been in place, this parasitic banker financier system that's been in place for the last hundred years or so uh, is going to shift. And they're going to shift because they understand that, that, the plan, the way of salvation that was presented to them by the far left and the globalists have failed, has imploded into their faces, and is continuing to fail. And now that Wall Street and both the city of London as well is getting tired of the wokesters, okay? And watch what happens here. The market jumped, the, the Twitter shares jumped 26% <laughs> on the news that Elon <laughs> Musk takes a 9.2% passive stake. 
Now, this is enough to actually get the board to, you know, get, you know, have a discussion and change policies. Absolutely. The, 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 the institutional left is literally losing their mind. I mean, this is hot on the heels of CNN Plus that just came out of the woodwork and it was dead on arrival seats. They could not. They discounted the price, the, the price of CNN Plus down to, I don't even know, free. And they can't get <laughs> Nobody wants we'll, to download it. We'll pay you. We'll pay you. We'll pay you. They can't give it away, Siege. Maybe Download the app the, we'll pay you. Yeah, maybe because it has the face of Brian Stelter on there. They still can't sell it, Siege. It's, it's terrible. So the market reacting positively to Elon, the money markets and, and, and the financiers uh, reacting positively to Elon is, n- is another feather in the cap. It's another signal that we're about to take a nationalist turn in the United States. Now, a lot of people will be late and saying, oh, my God, this is it. This is going to be America returning back, American renaissance. No, not really. It's not going to be an American renaissance. What it is is these guys are right now at this point, it's about controlling the crash. How bad is it going to be? Because right now what is happening, in, you know, as things are getting wrapped up in the Ukraine, right, all the, the, all the stuff that's happening in Ukraine, all the propaganda coming out of Ukraine, what Russia has dem- demonstrated, and, and they will masterfully continue to demonstrate, is that NATO is bullshit. NATO and the West are a bunch of bullshitters. They are fake. They're not real. They can't back. They're irrelevant. They're absolutely impotent. And Russia's demonstrating that in, uh, in the Eastern Front, uh, in Eastern Europe. And China will demonstrate this in Taiwan, in the Solomon Islands. And the world's about to witness how pathetically weak the West is. So it's a complete paradigm shift. In order to stave the paradigm shift, in order to keep some sort of power, the financial financiers, the financial, the financial class, has decided for a nationalist shift. It's the only way from having the entire system implode on themselves. And folks, you got to understand, these are their systems. They spent hundreds of years building them. They spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of man hours developing them and trillions upon trillions, you know, bringing them to the forefront. They can't have all of it destroyed. It'd be catastrophic for them. Then they have no escape plan. You don't want when the system blows to blow out your loopholes and then you're fucked. Yep. No. So they, they can't allow this. So watch what happens. This is the reason why COVID is not even being discussed. Maybe on a few fringe left-wing places like CNN, are they talking about, uh, there's a new strain of COVID coming out. It's uh, the XYZ strain, and uh, that, that's possibly, and then there's Delta Cron, which is a concoction of Omicron and Delta that's uh, heading our way. <laughs> Nobody cares. This is huge, Siege. There is a paradigm shift taking place, or not a paradigm shift, but a narrative shift here in the West. Yeah, and I and I think it's reason to celebrate as much as it's a struggle nowadays, V, to find you know good news, right? Good news that's being promoted in terms of what's happening in the, in the world. You know, look, yeah. you know, I don't personally know Elon. I, I know a lot of people have mixed op- opinions about him, but we we need people like him, especially with with his his uh, his bankroll that he carries to be able to influence it. And if he legitimately shares the ideas of, of freedom of speech, freedom of ideas, you know, regardless of, of no censorship, then 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 so be it. And and I think that's why I'm excited because we need people him to do this. And it's it's very timely as well. Uh, if, if we if we are all going to save our republic and try to reinstore any type of, of confidence, 
it's going to have to be things to disrupt disrupt the status quo. It cannot be more of the same. It cannot be the Republican Party. It cannot be the Democratic Party. It's going to be things that are involved. They're going to disrupt everything, the, the, the political status quo. And we're literally in the battle for people who want to control the shift, who want to control the reset to the next financial and economic model. It makes no sense to allow these same people who, who took us off the gold standard, who created these quadrillion derivatives this, this, that's out there, allow them be, to be in charge of the next model, the new system that they're actively creating. They're actively evolving and creating these digital wallets, these digital IDs, these digital currencies. And, and I'm not talking about cryptocurrency. I'm talking about their platforms of what they want to do that will be centralized. Right. It will not be decentralized type cryptocurrencies. And at the end of the day, V, with that them having that level of transparency and getting the massive amount of people who are not only dependent upon Medicaid, who are depending upon uh, welfare, people who are depending upon Social Security, you get those people lined up saying, hey, look, you know, you have to take this system. You have no choice. You're probably talking upwards of already 70 percent of the population who's going to be forced into that digital system. Or guess what? They simply won't have any funds to do the things and it'll greatly affect their livelihood. That's the battle that we're currently in. So the timeliness of it, of Elon disrupting Twitter, we also have now. And I, and I think this I think it's related. It, I think this is firmly related. But I've been hearing a lot lately of how the DOJ is is putting upwards pressure back again on on Facebook, on Meta. And, and I and I firmly believe this is true. I think Zuckerberg got enough pushback from a lot of people who said what you did was completely wrong. And I'm not saying he's a good guy. Give me give me a little bit bandwidth. Give me a little wiggle room on this. And, and I think he understands that level of pushback and, and he's seeing some of the things that either Rogan or maybe even Musk doing. And he's trying to maybe even to, to circumvent and say, hey, you know what, let's let's dial that back a little bit in terms of some of the Decronian policies that we had once at one time. And because of that and him not him kind of tuning out the 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 oligarchs and the people who want to control social media, who want to influence elections. They're now saying, hey, you know what? It's time that we revisit the antitrust thing uh, with Meta. And it, it is time. It, it truly is. If you look at Meta and their platform of the amount of people that they have in their livelihoods, whether it's Instagram, WhatsApp or Facebook, V, you're talking about uh, basically an, an ad revenue based um, monopoly that yeah. they they control. And yeah. it does need to be disrupted, but I think I think that they've been allowed to achieve this type of, of level of, of controlling that because they thought Facebook Meta would play by the political establishment elite, elite to censor free speech to to you know curtail elections. And I'm just kind of again just kind of connecting the dots to say either either Zuckerberg's pushing back against those people who are wanting to influence and change the elections, and that's why they're now saying, hey, fine, if you don't want to play ball we're going to come at you with antitrust things. So it's going to be interesting to follow that, that as well as, as Twitter. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many um, things. Uh, I mean, everything though, everywhere we look right now, it's like Western Civ is breaking apart, man. It's breaking apart. You look at what's happening in Germany, man. They're there. I mean, BASF is about to lay off 40,000 people. Gas is getting shut off food. They're, they're, they're heading into a food crisis. Yeah, thirty. For, I, I believe it was estimated that that retailers, manufacturers alerted the public that that starting today, 
and we maybe we could get Harley to verify this, but ver- this has been all over Reuters everywhere that effective today, food prices on average across the board were going to increase between 30 and f- to 40 percent in Germany today. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and not only that, it's like fuel shortages, food shortages, and and the fact. I, 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 let me let, let me reiterate. I gotta like capture my thoughts over here because this is important. In Europe, they're kind of like where the United States will be in the next ten years. Okay. Correct. Europe is a basket case. They have, again, a a society that has lost its culture, a society that is absolutely secular and godless. I mean, remember when the European Union was putting together their charter or their version of their constitution? Nowhere in that charter ever mentions God or whatnot, right? Irrespective of what your religious beliefs are or whatnot, right? This is uh, important for a society, especially a Western society, who believes in this thing called inalienable rights. If you believe in inalienable rights, those rights have to come from something that is greater than man itself. And this is where we look to the cosmos, we look to God, we look to the universe, we look to whatever higher power that you believe in in order to codify your God-given rights and to give it superiority over any whims of the state. European unions have shredded that. So they're a godless country. They're a country of morons, or not a country, but a union of morons. They're also a union of feminazis and beta males, which is what you ha- see prevalent, right? Weak men and, and, and empowered psychopathic women that are running the European Union into the ground. Now, the chickens have come home to roost. And what I mean by that is this. There is a point where the central bank manipulations and the central bank money printing could provide enough of a bubble where you can ride the bubble, right? You can ride it for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years until a paradigm-altering event happens and all of a sudden the air starts leaving the bubble at a rapid clip. And Europe suffers the same problems that the United States have. We both have ideologues leading our nations. These ideologues who have ideologically marched themselves off a cliff, an economic cliff, have now facing the reality they are, I mean, forget about the Arab Spring here, CJ. I think we're about to see a European Spring this summer as food crisis and energy crisis starts hitting all over the entire European hemisphere. Many people have gotten letters in the mail from their utility provider in Europe that energy prices will be increasing 54%. In fact, I think it was Alexander Mercuris over at the Duran who actually mentioned this as well, that he's gotten a letter in the mail that he's he's facing an over 50% price hike. And there are many people who are prepaying their energy bills in the thousands of dollars because they know those increases are coming. This is huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah, it's um you're right. Putting the collective words to uh to make any sense of it sometimes because it becomes difficult because it's so convoluted, right? There's so yep. many aspects to this reset and the implications that it has 
not only to uh, geopolitical, to to uh, domestic political, to even break it down to the livelihoods of people and the impact to humanity. And that's the realization. And I think as this quickening happening happens, the timeline that's being built here, like, for example, in, in Europe, in Germany, you know, these things are unfolding real time. But I think here in the United States that where we talked in terms of things of, upon years down the road, it's no longer years. I think it's no. months. It is. I think it's months. Right. And, and then eventually as the quickening happens, it will become days and, and down to, to, to minutes that they see the underlining uh, the, the underlying vacuum of the ability to control this uncertainty of, of the dollar, of the economics of things as it relates to everything here in the United States, as far as domestic production, in terms of delivery of goods and services, those things are breaking down already. And it, it stems that you can look at the diesel fuel, look at the diesel fuel price increases. Uh, there's actually shortages that are occurring in certain areas right now in, in the United States. So those things are, are very real. And, I, I laugh. Harley did a great podcast this morning where he he talked about how, or maybe it wasn't even Harley; it was a different podcast. How Obama referred to Russia as a glorified <laughs> gas station. Remember when he said yeah, yeah. that? Ga a gas station masquerading as a country. That's there what you the go. Said. A gas station masquerading. How hard have those words came back to hit him in the face? It was almost like a Will Smith slap. Oh, dude, it really was. Because here's the thing: the West, folks, has. The, first of all, you got to understand how Western economists measure GDP growth. Okay, this is the most insane thing. The West equated money printing and phantom wealth as an as a marker, as an indication of real wealth, of real economy. They could be more wrong. Right now, those Western economists are being taught a hard and heavy lesson by a gas station masquerading as a country. <laughs> that gas station is teaching them the heavy lesson. Why? Because the Western morons, right? This is what we have in the West. Idiots and morons in great number. And we have a handful of smart people. That's who we have leading this, the, the, you know, in the Western world. The Western morons believe that idiot, that, that, that walking Pac-Man. You will have a new world order. Henry Kissinger. We will have the new world order. Whether it is by consent or conquest, we will have new world order. That guy. Henry Kissinger sold the West, him and his butt buddy, the one and only Zygbinu Brzezinski of the Grand Chessboard fame, all trilateralists, all, right, all think tankers. When you hear the word think tank in West, think echo chamber of a bunch of old, a bunch of old guys who sit around smelling their own farts. That's yep. who they are. Yep. Okay? They're idiots. They're no ones. They, they, they forecast into a vacuum. So Kissinger sold the world, sold the Western world on, look, if you have, if you control the energy, you control the country. If you have controlled the food, you control the individual. If you control the money supply, you control everything. So the West is like, cool. We're the United States dollar. We're the world reserve currency. And, we're going to create all these exotic financial uh, uh, modus operandi, and thanks to our sanctioning powers through SWIFT and the Fedwire, we're going to dominate the world. We're going to you know, show them the world. We're going to bring the world to heal because they need our dollars. What these bleeding idiots have been taught a massive lesson by the gas station masquerading as a country is this. It's not he who controls the money controls the world. It's he who controls the energy and the food supplies controls the world. Bingo. 
And that is what the West is realizing because now, you know what Russia's doing to the West? Remember when mm. the West was was going to Iran and they told the Iranians when the Iranians were were, were, were when, uh, when 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 after the the Islamic Revolution in Iran when they got rid of Mossadegh and then they had the Islamic Revolution because they they instated they put in the Shah who was a tyrant they got rid of the Shah and the Islamic Revolution happened and Iran has been for the last several decades have been trying to refine their oil and, and Iran came to the U.S. and said hey look okay uh, can, can you we're, we're just trying to build nuclear capacity in order to refine our oil because we're sitting on so much oil. We have more oil than Saudi Arabia. We want to we bring it to market. And the U.S. is like, no. And then Iran is like, well, uh, what if we give you our oil, you refine it for us, and we buy it back from you? And the United States, no, you're not going to do that either. Then what are we going to do with our oil? If you're not going to allow us to increase our refining capacity, we, we need the energy to do it. And we need to build the nuclear power plants to do it. And there's a far cry. The, the, the difference in the chasm of, the, of, the, of that difference is the size of the Grand Canyon, right? We need nuclear plants. And there's no way. It's a very difficult thing to take a nuclear power plant and convert that to, uh, to fissionable nuclear weapons, right? It's a, it's a huge leap. And the Iranians are, look, we'll let you guys. You can, you can invite UN weapons inspectors into these, uh, into these uh, nuclear power plants. Now, you can even set up a room. An apartment and live in there if you want to. If you want to, if you want to see all the the operations of these nuclear plants that we want to build, the United States says no. And the Iranians are like, wait a minute, you're not going to let us build a power plant. You're not going to let us be. You know, we're not. We're even telling you to come and and, and be. Tra- we're trying to be transparent. We're we're trying to tell you to come and inspect these plants all you want. You don't want to do that. We're trying to give you the oil so you refine it for us and sell it back to us at a premium. We'll buy it back. You don't want to do that either. Uh. What do you want us to do with the oil? And America's answer to Iran was eat it and die. Mm-hmm. And that's the beef between Iran. Why? Because Iranian oil is a threat to petrodollar. They can't have that. Right? So what Russia's doing today is the equivalent of that. Yeah. Right? Yep. You, you want to control the money supply? You want to control the money printing? Well, you, you know what you can do with your money? Oh, oh we're starving. <laughs> we, we don't have any gas or energy. <laughs> what do we do? Eat your money and die. Good luck. Burn those Good dollars luck. for fuel. Burn, burn, burn those dollars. Keep your homes warm. Bingo. Eat it. Eat it. Shove it down your throat. We should take hyperinflated dollar bills and shove it down the throats of Mitch McConnell. Shove it down the throats of Joe Biden. Shove it down the throats of Nancy Pelosi. Shove it down the throats of Mitt Romney. Shove it down the throats of every single one of these neocon sons of bitches. Every single one of them. Shove, take hyperinflated uh, pound sterling. Shove it down Boris Johnson's throat and Liz Truss's throat and Macron's throat and 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 and, and, and Franz Schultz's throat. How much Schultz's throat? You know, all these idiots. They all deserve it. Uh, you control the food, you control the individual, you control you control the energy, you control the country. No, you asshole. No, you control the energy of the food, you control everything. You can control all the paper. And this is the whole thing. The entire world, minus the stupid, idiotic morons that live in us, in our, in our Western civilizations, where we're still arguing about what is a woman. My man, you <laughs> lost it right there. <laughs> Apart from that, you go back into the rest of the world. The rest of the world has already witnessed. Oh, this is how you kill these guys. This is the kryptonite to the bankers. Oh, a physical economy. Oh, trading amongst ourselves. Utilizing our own currencies. <laughs> Oh, 
And China's been watching this whole entire thing. China's like, oh, okay. So this is the West response to Russia. They sanctioned the piss out of the Russians. Yeah. And the Russian economy is doing fairly well right now. The ruble has completely erased all of its losses. And I remember idiots who thought they were smart. You know, these normies who, li- who, who happen to know who I am and they happen to be in my circle sending me text messages of Im- image screenshots of, 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 of the ruble and its loss of value against other, you know, against certain third world currencies. Like, <laughs> what kind of stupid move Putin's doing? And I said, watch and wait, you moron. Watch and wait. And now look at it. So the Chinese are like, wait a minute, this is all they can do? Okay, I promise you this, Siege. The, this is going to be a true prong thing, and I've said this years ago. This whole thing's happening in Europe with Ukraine has come to a head. Watch what happens in Taiwan. What the hell are they going to do in Taiwan? Well, the U.S. has uh, they're building up troops in Australia. Good. It's going to be a shooting gallery. Because what's been happening in the South China Seas that we've been talking about here on Rogue forever, since at least 2013, 14, and 15 siege, We've been talking about what has been happening in the South China Sea, how China's been building it up. It's their territory, right? That alleyway right out of the Strait of Malacca into the Solomon Islands, that whole alleyway into the into the South China Seas and whatnot is completely bristling with Chinese air and anti-ship munitions and, and weapon systems. Any U.S. Navy that goes in there is going to be a shooting gallery. It's going to be like clubbing baby seals, and they know that. And what's going to happen is this. China sees this, and it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, like, look, remember the AUKUS deal with the, with, the, with the Australian submarine siege? We made fun of it. Yeah, yep. We, we said that the UK is going to pull out of AUKUS, and it's going to be renamed Anus. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? I do. That was so fun. Yeah. The whole AUKUS deal about this whole submarine thing. The Australians were sold a nuclear submarine deal, right? Uh, back, where the U.S. backstabbed the French, took the deal away from the French, and the French are all pissed off about it, right? The whole AUKUS deal on a submarine that, that, that literally exists on paper. It's vaporware. Yeah. So the Australians, who are no military power at all, they have no projection <laughs> capability, they're fucking useless. All they're good at doing is, 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 is trapping their own citizenry in concentration camps for COVID so they can swab their buttholes. That's the only thing the Aussies are good for. And then try to find out what gender everybody is, just like everybody else in the West, right? They can't project anything. And they're going to they're gonna get together a, a bunch of Marine troops in the U.S. to do what exactly? To do what? You can have a Marine station in Poland to do what exactly? Ain't going to do shit. Ain't going to do nothing. And the Chinese know this. That is not, this is why it's not, it's not a question of if China takes Taiwan, it's when. Yes. It's yes. when. And there's nothing the U.S. is going to do about it. And the world is about to witness, just as the Western world and NATO has been shown to be nothing but a bunch of flaccid, impotent pricks, it's going to be the same way they're going to be viewed in Taiwan siege. Yeah, yeah, very very well said, V. I mean, I think the recent events unfolding what Putin's actions were equivocally, the, the, the game of chess is over. Mm. It, it, it's done you know we used to say that for several times hey they're playing this game of chess it, it's done yep. it, it, the game's over i mean it's it's checkmate at this point and by by russia basically stemming and saying hey you know what it's it, it's done the energy is is the gas flow is turned off we're reversing it you refuse to abide by what our requests were and by the way we're going to go ahead and back 
the ruble now by gold. So these energy commerce, they, they officially made that announcement. And basically what that does, it provides another uh, a blueprint for, for countries who have natural resources or other uh, raw materials of, of, of wealth. This provided them a blueprint of, of a way to circumvent the sanctions, the massive sanctions, the financial and economic implications and impact that sometimes the United States does on even our allies. We, we do this stuff. I mean, so, yeah, so they provided the blueprint. It, it's game over. Everyone now just needs to pick this up to say, ah, that this is how we're going to do it. This is the pathway forward. We're not we're no longer afraid of, of, of what the United States is going to do. Uh, MBS, I, I guess, had a, a public announcement the other day saying that Biden can think whatever he wants or whatever he thinks he's going to do. We really don't care. Mm. So this is resonating across <laughs> the globe. Across the globe, people are looking mm. at, you know, gosh, not only the emperor, not only has he does he not have any clothes, but he's also impotent. <laughs> and, and, and he's also impotent. And by the way, we're not sure if it's truly a male. It could be a female because they're so effed up in gender and, and words. So we're not sure what they're doing. So we're going to go about our way. So so this shift that's occurring is is in is in, is in real time. And, and I think it's going to be if we can get enough people to understand and, and what this change means, it's like, hey, you know what? The the Democrats, they hate uh, Russians, the, the Republicans, they hate China. And I'm sorry to keep going back to the political aspect of it. But we have to really en enhance the conversation if we're going to get through this this storm. So if you're he still hearing a lot of commentators who are talking about about Republicans and when the Democrat when the Republicans get back in, it's going to get fixed in in two years and all this. <laughs> things. We, we got to stop people. We, we have to think higher than that. We have to evolve and get outside. So those commentators, those people who who analyze everything from a political perspective, they're not helping you. They're not helping you because this has nothing to do. There's no political process that's going to fix this economic reality that's going to literally kick us in the ass with with uncertainty at this point or with certainty at this point is going to happen. So so not only that in terms of 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 that's one angle in terms of, of the political discussion. But the other thing is that if you hear people who are constantly slamming Russia and China at this point, understand this. Russia and China are the only ones that are out there trying attempting to disrupt the new world order. Yep. And as Matthew Arrett has said in most in several conversations he had because he gets point blank asked at all the time is like, isn't Russia and China part of the NWO? Aren't they <laughs> aren't they in, ushering this this paradigm in? No, idiots. They're actually fighting back against this. They're they're against the new world order, basically being rebranded as the people who entirely fucked all of us who, yes. who gave it literally to the up the ass mm. and they're still wanting to be in charge and china russia saying no it, it it's not going to happen you're not going to be in charge of the new system we're completely disrupting your efforts to do that and and the sooner that people can get on board with that and stop with the gulags and 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 stop with you know with russian doing this people forget it like like uh, the the things that our country has done in terms of the and, and i don't say country i say the united states the government in washington dc the things in their efforts that have done have been much more harmful to the American way of life than anything that Russia and China have done. They can simply sit back, sit back and watch us self-destruct at this point. And it's happening. It's, yep. It's, yep. No, you're, you're, you, dude, you hit the nail on the head. You're on fire and on point. 100%. Look at how divided we are. Look at how divided. And, and, and you start, you know, going down, you know, are we the baddies? Yes. Yes, we are the baddies. Mr. Green Jeans, we are the baddies. <laughs> are we the baddies? <laughs>
I mean, you start going down the uh, the rabbit hole and you start following the money, the you start following um, the events, the 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 signet points of of how and why we got to where we are today. There's an overarching theme here. That overarching theme is it all started with the moral depravity and the decay that has set in into this country. We are completely morally split. Right, the Midwest and the South is a different United States. I believe it's what's left of the United States, as opposed to the elitist, you know, Northeast and what and the left coast. It's completely different viewpoints, and you see it when you step out of your house here, when you're walking down the street, and you got people that haven't gotten the memo siege, and they're still wearing like two masks. Yeah, I saw a guy jogging the other day out there was wearing a mask jogging. Dude, you should throw something. You should pull your car over and throw something at him. <laughs> like, it, it, you, you, that's what I would do. If I see a guy jogging with a mask on and it's sunny outside and just raining, there's like a puddle and I'm in my truck. See, I'm splashing them to it. Get out of it. Dude, I went to a Great Wolf Lodge, right, with me and my family, the one in, uh, in, in Ohio, right? And, um, um, this is the one north of Cincinnati, and um, bro, there was this this fat dude with his fat, obese, morbidly obese wife, and their chunky little fat boy, right? And this fat kid who's and uh, he's not his fault. This is, he's you know he was unfortunately born to two morons, right? Unfortunately, it's not the kid's fault, but this kid is probably maybe six, seven, eight years old, maybe, right? He's swimming in the pool. And in the entire facility, his parents were the only ones that had a mask on. And then the kid who was in the pool, in the water. Seat, dude, dude, it's worse. Check this out. The kid's in the water, and he has a mask on. Oh, dear Lord. I shit you not. Dear Lord. You could ask, you could ask the missus. I shit you. Me and her, we were like looking at them like, you got to be kidding me. Maybe like, he had it on so he wouldn't be trying to eat in the pool. Maybe, maybe, maybe let's try to put it on so he doesn't drink pool water. <laughs> oh my God, it's unbelievable, man. It, it it is, and I see a lot of people hinting around at the uh, the, the the same idea. Uh, some of the ones we're coming up with is just trying to decide how we can arrive at that point to 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 you know a, a, a concentrated effort to save our republic. I see a lot of people hinting around at it. Uh, Gerald Salente had a great interview. Uh, this weekend with Scott Ritter and, and you know, basically Scott was this, the, the you know same thing. But at the end of it, it, it became a very humble conversation uh, because Gerald loves our country like Gerald Salente. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen him break down, like how much he cares about a republic and the things that he does. And, you know, he gets he gets pretty fired up. But he's like he's like, listen, he's like. The best days of our republic are over. They're done. They're done. How? And, and, and we, we have to change it. And he told Scott, he's like, listen, he's like, we need people for, like you, people who have the, the the experience, people who are have the the persona to to get in front of a of a of a of a different type of a political a party to move forward. He goes, so that's you know, Joe Salente said, I'm I'm trying to to form a, a separate party, a separate way to to disrupt those things. And so I don't I don't know how. I, I wish I had. The, the answers to it is, is to how to we arrive at that at that point, you know, versus all the things that we're w that we keep circling around in terms of, you know, election integrity. And don't get me wrong, like all those things are, are important. 
Um, but we have to find a way to to fundamentally disrupt and change and and do it non nonviolent. I'm not talking about you know violent uprising. I'm not talking any about anything about that. But how do we get enough people out of their comatose, out of their 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 what they're stuck in in terms of what the political discourse in in our country to change the the outcome? I just I there there there's not an answer. There's just small pieces that are that are out there. And we didn't. We need enough people who are willing to listen to it, to to grasp it, to say, "Hey, you know what? I I, I think I finally understand what you're what you're saying," and and I think that there's more and more people who are finally now trying to. Everyone kind of understands that there's something very broken right now. I think everyone does. Like if, if you ask any common person, said, "How how do you feel about things truly?" Like outside, of the, I, I guarantee most people like there's something functionally not right. There's something functionally not that's not correct in the events that are happening. We're seeing these crazy things occur, but we don't get it. We don't understand it. So we need everyone to try to understand what that process is and to fundamentally break this down to say, listen, disrupt the, the current economic, the political stat status. Gus has kind of shared about his ideas as far as, hey, I'm no longer economically going to support or financially support anyone who doesn't align with some of my outcomes. I think that's a, that's a, a great idea. We, we consistently see that. Uh, but then it's also individually going out there and speaking with individuals and, and the way their thoughts. I know here in my community, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, but we have a, a, a sheriff election that's coming out, coming upon us this this fall. Uh, one of the sheriffs that's running out, uh, Quackenbush, don't quote me on that, but he was one of the ones that signed up to send biden that said hey listen we're not going to do this mandate thing he's very much a proponent of the first amendment second amendment and we need to get surrounded with these individuals because they're coming at them they're they're they're, they're targeting them they're coming out with their own select candidates and get them to publicly go on and and talk about what they're they're advocating for the change so so again even though there's massive things occurring on the global scale focus on the local results yep. how to impact that change and then let that resonate to make bigger changes as it re resonates to our, our state and, and national elections. But don't don't give up hope. I mean, it's it's very it's a challenge right now to, like, understand that V, especially with the news cycle, everything that's going on with with Ukraine. But if you if you looked at all the the, the signals and Velas does a great job of this uh, about talking about some of the wins, he likes to talk about some of the wins. There's a lot of wins that are going out there. But because of the suppression of, of, of social media, the algorithms. We don't hear about it. We don't find about find out about it. But the tide is changing. It's it's a huge tide that's changing. And the good news is that these these incompetent people have no answers or no solutions other than just to you know completely double down and triple down on the things that they've been doing. So by far, we're going to win this thing. It's just going to take some time. It's going to take some time. And it's going to take some culture. It's going to take some rediscovering of our Western roots here and our what made our civilization great in the sense that of that the, the free flow of ideas and civil discourse was able to permeate. Most importantly, the way we're going to win this is through the collapse. I'm going to tell you guys right now, this thing right now is inevitable. It's inevitable. And we've said it several times on this, pro on this program before. The collapse, the economic collapse of the United States is neither good nor evil. It is necessary. And when you look at these dumb schmucks, okay, these dumb idiots 
these young people who are just morons, these these Instagram thoughts and this, that, and the other, who are absolute morons, the way you purge them all out, the way you eradicate the feminists, the, the third-wave feminists, the way you eradicate the, uh, the, the, the beta males, the way you eradicate this gender dysphoria created by social morons and social scientists who are pushing this transgender nonsense is you do it through an economic collapse. The way strong men rise is when hard times arrive. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you not not only from a, a personal perspective, but, you know, sometimes you do. Sometimes you have to hit rock bottom uh, to figure your way back out. And and, and it's a it's a bumpy course. It's yep. it's, it's it's not easy. You know, it's a, it's a struggle. Uh, it, it, it's it's a, it's a battle. And I think that those are the times that we're that we're living through. And, and you know, if you can start like today, start, you know, sourcing your own source of either produce or, or meat from a local farmer you know, start, start doing that today. Start thinking about the resources that are going to be needed through this, because it's, like I said, it's coming to us at, at real time. Uh, the inflation that's hedging and, and, and Harley brought up a great point, like right now, in terms of the federal reserve here in the United States, they're, they're lost. They're a basket case. Like, you know, they keep talking about trying to, you know, how to raise interest rates here in the United States and that, you know, they're going to pull back from, you know, from the quantum easing and all these things, but they can't, they can't like, Harley shared that like when you looked at the actual type of, of money that was recently poured into the banks in the form of liquidity, like it, it still continues. I think it was like in essence of 30 or 40 trillion dollars here of recent, like the, 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 the banks were supposed to be the overnight exchange rate and, and, and the funding was supposed to take place and it fell short. So the Fed had to step in once again to say, OK, well, here's here's another 30 or 40 trillion dollars to keep up this this madness that are that's going on. It wasn't only just U.S. banks that received that funding. It was uh, France. Uh, also, I can't remember what bank in France that received several trillion dollars. Uh, J.P. Morgan received uh, several trillion dollars. So so people understand this and, and hopefully people start speaking the truth. I think uh, today, finally, I think uh, Jamie Dimon came out and said, hey, look, you know, the U.S., we're facing, unpre quote unquote, unprecedented risk from the combo of inflation, war and COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's Absolutely. much it's and, and risk is such an understatement. It, that that yeah. word risk is what you can kind of hone in on. It's 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 not a risk. It's a it's 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 a fatal wound that that's happening. V. And here's another fatal wound that's on its way. It's in the southern border. Have you seen the siege? Yeah, the massive, mass amount of people that are, it's going to happen as, as, as these third world countries collapse, they're going to seek refuge in, in, in our country, V. Is that what you're talking about? Yep, exactly. Yeah, they're going to, it's going to happen in Europe. It's going to happen here. There's going to be a tidal wave of people who don't have fresh water, people that don't have food to eat. That's because of climate change, CJ. There's nothing to do with the collapsing <laughs> dollar. It's climate Darn change. Darn it. Darn it. I knew that. There's been a 0.001% increase in the temperature, CJ. You male chauvinist, sexist, racist, homophobe, transphobe, pig. <laughs> Can I check those off on the next census? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name is V. My pronouns are transphobe, homophobe. <laughs> racist <laughs> you know those little boxes where you can fill in other and like it's <laughs> blank you just check that can you check write it. all that out just other. <laughs> exactly <laughs> listen to this Steve. this is going to be crazy biden opens title 42 gates prepare for madness as if border crisis isn't damaging enough with two and a half million illegal migrants having crossed into the united states since joe blyden took office 
Now the administration is going to make it exponentially worse by unwinding the last Trump-era restriction, the Title 42 policy implemented by Trump administration during the pandemic to allow border officials to quickly expel migrants on public health grounds will be terminated next month, the CDC announced on Friday. Title 42 was the last tool that the border officials had to stem the flow of illegal immigration from more than 150 countries across the southern border. Now they are anticipating a doubling or tripling of the numbers as much as 18,000 a day. And we know what this means. More secret migrant flights fanning out from the southern border to a town near you. Already charter flights to White Plains Airport in Westchester. Uh, I used to live right. I grew up right near Westchester. I have started wow. again. After a hiatus following the post, man, didn't, I got out of Dodge just in time, Siege. You did, bro. <laughs> the post report last October revealing migrant planes landing in the middle of the night. Siege, we all saw that video, right? Those yeah. Pl- middle yeah. of the night, right? And it, it, so a new, a World Atlantic Airways plane thought to be bringing illegal migrants from El Paso, Texas, via Oklahoma City, landed at White Plains Airport at 11.13 p.m., on Sunday, unlike when the Post observed migrant flights last October, this plane was hidden on the far side of the tarmac outside the Ross Aviation East after it landed, so it was not possible to see passengers alighting. But as before, there were three charter buses which met the plane on the ground at 1220 a.m. The buses traveled through White Plains. Headed towards Interstate 287. I love 287. I used to race it back in my street racing days <laughs> when I had the Evo back in 03. At uh at uh, at 70 miles an hour, what? It heading on 287 at 70 miles an hour before splitting up. The two headed south toward New York City. One headed north towards Albany. Unlike last year, the planes that have been landing at White Plains the last few weeks have been arriving before the airport's midnight curfew, and there are fewer each week. They are stopping en route in cities like Houston, Texas, and Oklahoma City, as opposed to Jacksonville, Florida, where the Post observed them last year disgorging migrants. Look at this. This is your enemy, folks. This is your enemy. Look, I said it again and again and again. Immigration without assimilation is invasion. Repeat after me. Immigration without assimilation is invasion. One more time, class. Immigration without assimilation is invasion. Bingo. Look at what they're doing. Publicly available flight data shows World Atlantic Airways charter planes began landing in White Plains late Friday. I mean, sorry, late February. On February 25th, March 11th, March 19th, March 21st, World Atlantic Airways flights. We need a look. Look, our group, okay, we're the ones, in the in terms of demographically speaking, we're the ones with more disposable income than the left. We need to find out if World Atlantic Airways is actually a publicly traded airline company. We need to short the shit out of their stocks. That's how you fight these assholes. World Atlantic Airways flights from El Paso flew to White Plains via Houston, arriving between 7.59 p.m. and 9.21 p.m. on March 4th. And March 26th, World Atlantic Airways planes flew from El Paso to White Plains via Oklahoma City arriving. Look at this. This is disgusting. It is not known who was on board, Siege. But these are the same McDonnell Douglas MD-83 aircraft that were in the same registration numbers that were chartered by the Department of Health and Human Services and were observed. So what does the Department of Health and Human Services have to do with immigration, CJ? 
Well, obviously there's no, you know, you would think, but obviously these people have no idea if they've been tested and vaccinated, which they don't care at this point, but completely different rules and policies for us. Gilbert Novak said a very interesting comment, replacing the vaxxed. Well, Possible. I mean, that's, I haven't gamed this out. I haven't gamed this out in, in, in a minute in terms of the illegal immigration. I know the simple thing is that like, they're going to register them as voters, put them in areas that are pr- predominantly red and try to change elections. So I'm not, I'm not discounting that. I'm not discrediting that at one bit. Uh, my other theory that, that I had, uh, which I think is still going to be true is that essentially this massive immigration, there's, there's only way that you can increase the coffers of the federal government. And that's by issuing people social security number and getting them to pay taxes. Now I know a lot of people are like, well, they don't pay taxes. They don't, you know, and I get that. I, I, I see every day in terms of people who have social security numbers and the cash payment to, to migrant workers. So that I I'm still sticking to that because people understand that the tax base in order to offset the uh, the amount of debt that we're seeing is that you need that that huge influx of immigration to get it, them a social security it, it, number and, and to see, get them paint. Go ahead. You, 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 one little thing I want to add to what you just said about getting them social security numbers and, 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 and people saying, well, they don't pay taxes. Correct. They don't pay taxes. But when they get a job and they have a social security card, their employer has to pay their taxes. It is oh, again okay. to yeah. book the middle class. It is again to squeeze blood from the stone that is the american business owner go ahead siege yeah so so that's one dynamic of it the, the third is is the massive replacement of, of of workers who are going to be willing to work at third country rates so think of think of, of retail think of, of farming think of how difficult it is you know amazon amazon recently uh, they voted for a union i can't remember where where that took place but I think the corporations understand that in order to keep these these type of level payments going where, you know, most of your college graduates, people who have an education are going to you know, want that fifteen dollar, 15, 20 dollars an hour. These are definitely replacement workers who easily could fall in suit for ten dollars an hour and maybe not necessarily need, need, need the benefits. So the, the the social economic impact of immigration is 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 very significant. I, I, I and, and trust me, like if, if we. If we as a country, V, like when I look across the West, V, whenever you fly from Indiana to like California or Las Vegas, wherever, you see the massive amount of vacant and empty land yep. that we have. It's like buried. Like there's like certain parts of our country fly because there's nothing there. That huge opportunity for development, for 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 growth, to 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 do those things. And I have no trouble, you know, my my parents were my were migrants. My family are migrants that came to this country. But we came to the country back when it was time for a, a, a reason is because we wanted to contribute and, and work hard towards achieving back then what was you know deemed the American American dream. And, and for the most part, majority of my family members have came to that realization. But but my, my argument is this, is that like if we took care of our own here in our country and in, in terms of whether it's be our veterans or, or solving the homelessness problem that we have, if we had something in place or even healthcare, basic essential needs as far as healthcare. If we did those things and, and did them well, I could understand an aspect of, of, of immigration and doing these policies. But when you're looking at, at the scale that they're doing, and it's just completely irresponsible. They're, they're, is it nefarious? Potentially, yes. It very well could be in terms of what they're what they're doing with it. But it makes absolutely no sense in the terms of economic times that we're we're, we're living in to see this type of, of crazy actions 
And I think it'll just, it'll escalate. It'll continue. I'm, I'm going to be the first to go on record because I'm unvaccinated. I don't know whether can't, no, no, definitely won't be Canada. I don't know if Mexico requires vaccinated to, get, uh, to, to go across, but I'll be the first to illegally reverse and swim across the Rio Grande from the United States to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the very first one on records to go back. <laughs> I'm going to change my Illegally. name to Guillermo and I'm going to swim across with you. <laughs> and I'll record it. I'll do a live stream. I'll do a live stream. Dude, and they're like, where are you going? You're going the wrong way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going the right way. Yeah. Dude, it's like, uh, I mean, it gets worse. With the end of Title 42, already reckon numbers are set to explode. Even moderate Democrats think the move is insane. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, Senators Mark Kelly and Kristen Sinema of Arizona have condemned the plan to nix Title 42. Manchin described it as a frightening decision. Title 42 has been an essential tool in combating the spread of COVID-19 and controlling the influx of migrants at the southern border. Which, again, shows you that this whole COVID thing was bullshit. Right? If they're, you know, if they're so scared of, of COVID, why are they getting rid of Title 42? We're already facing an unprecedented number of increasing migrants this year, and it will only get worse if the administration ends the Title 42 policy. We're nowhere near prepared to deal with that influx. Already since President Biden dismantled the Trump-era border restrictions on his first day in office, the number of illegal migrants who have entered the U.S. is the equivalent of the fifth largest city in the nation. By the time the midterms roll around, we will have another 5 million. See, that's only a few months. Another yeah. 5 million people in the United States? Yep. And when's the midterms? November. What's now? Like April, May, June, July, August, September, October, yep. November. Seven months, you're going you're gonna to add 5 million people to your country, right? To our country, whose economy is already buckling, whose systems are failing, the very buttresses that hold this country together is coming apart at the seams, and you're going to add 5 million people. That's at least 7 million total since this asshole geriatric patient has come to power. The crash test dummy got into the White House with his ideologues. 7 million total. The equivalent of the second largest city in the country and almost the size of New York City and it's like importing the entire population of Libya. And from wow. next month, that's the number who will enter every year unless someone wrests control of the border from the cartels. And by the time the next presidential election rolls around in 2024, the number of Biden illegals will be 20 million at these rates. That's a 6% population increase over Biden's term in illegal migration alone against a backdrop of rampant inflation. How do we house and feed such a horde? Because, you know, see, it's, they're all doctors and engineers that are coming over. I don't know if you knew that, Cesar. Yes, they are. Yep. Yeah. PhD. Yep, absolutely. How do hospitals and schools and jails cope with this unheralded influx with no planning or preparation? This is Biden's biggest disaster and there have been quite a few. And folks, you got to understand, this is not Mexican money. This is a problem from Mexico as well. This is from El Salvador. Mm. This is from Honduras. This is from Nicaragua. This is from Guatemala. Right? 
This is from from uh, from uh, 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 you know French Guiana. This is from Suriname. Right? This is from uh, from Ecuador. This is from 132 some odd countries. I mean, for the love of God, they're finding people from Senegal and Haiti in Mexico, you know, coming up the border. Came 20 mil. If we don't curb, if we don't nip this in the butt, if this guy is not taken down and put away, you know, taken behind a wood chipper and put out of his commission, I'm telling you right now, if these Democrats are not taken out and put in the wood chipper along with the Rhino Republicans, we're already in a state of national catastrophe. This is why the Russians and the Chinese don't really care what the hell happens to us, because we're killing ourselves. Yep, bingo. Absolutely. I don't know what it is with the West. When did we become so nihilistic? When did we become so self-hating? When did we become the poster children of self-emulation? When did this happen? I've never seen a culture anywhere in the world that hate themselves, Siege. Have you? Yeah. I. You know, I... I'm not sure when history writes about about the West, and it won't be the the history that you learn about, you know, uh, in the schools that's you know controlled. But I'm not sure v, if it will be a uh, a, a horror story or a, a a drama in regards to the the collapse of of the West, right? I mean, but you know, historians will look back through this time period and and they'll try to answer that exact question: Is that when when did that begin? When when did that happen? The demise and the the collapse of of the of the West was it was it the 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 JFK assassination? You know, where exactly did that fundamentally uh, change as it as it relates to uh, the arrogance, the, the 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 ability to control society as a as a whole and put enough people to sleep that they stop, you know, thinking about what's impacting them. So it'll be it'll be interesting to document that in history. But, you know, in terms of the the immigration crisis going to occur, I think, you know, again, the volumes of people these coming in, what's what's the purpose? Where are they going to end up? Is it is it to cover the offshore of 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 the voter rolls that when they see that, hey, you know, by the way, there were, you know, a, a, a hundred thousand people that that voted more in this area that shouldn't have even been that's not even accounted for in the census. How did you come up with these votes? It, it, it the timing of it just stinks to high heaven, especially when they know. And, and like I said, I'll go on the record and state this, that the, the Republicans will win the House, the Senate in, in 20, uh, the, you know, this fall and then in the in the Oval Office in 2024. I think it's it's bound to happen. Um, I don't know what the Democrats have up their sleeve with 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 Biden. Um, I definitely know that they can't t- continue this path. It's 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 such a it's such a dying thing, even. Even the uh, the the spokesperson, what's her name, Saki, Joan yeah. or Jane, Sucky. Sucky, Jen Sucky. Sucky. I call her you Sucky. Know, she she had to get away from this this sinking ship. She's like, okay, I'm out. I never worked for this administration. I'm done. I'm yep. gonna go to another credible uh, uh, organization, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> or, or she's probably heading over to MSLSD from what, what I'm hearing. She's no, gonna I, think like another... I think she's gonna have a show on CNN. Or I think she's gonna have a show on CNN. You're probably right. <laughs> Any one of these things. But here's good news, Siege. This is our government and our taxpayer money being put to good work. Secret Service renting a $30,000 a month Malibu pad in order to protect the crackhead who thinks he's Picasso. The one and only Hunter Biden, right? Taxpayers are shelling out 
More than 30,000. Let me play this video. I'm going to see if this video works. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to play it. Ready? Wow, that's insane. Is that Hunter Biden or Joe's brother aren't running around the world setting up meetings? He did not say that. What he did not say is that Hunter Biden or his or Joe's brother are actually moving these people in to meet with Joe Biden. He didn't say that either. There is a lot that needs to be exposed here. We need to investigate that in the Oversight Committee. That's what Republicans will be doing when we take back the House. But we need to go one step further. We need to have a special counsel with subpoena power because we have to get to this matter now. So much is happening around the world. This is not just about something going on in the other party. This speaks to corruption in the White House. What wrong? And that's all. I like, I like Byron Don, Don, you know, Daniels. He's a really good. Uh, I like him. He's really awesome. He calls, uh, he calls Biden an idiot. <laughs> Uh, taxpayers shall have thirty thousand a month, so the Secret Service can rent an estate in an upscale celebrity. <laughs> Jesus, upscale celebrity enclave of Malibu to protect Hunter Biden, who's living in a nearby and a resort-style home with enchanting panoramic views of the Pacific Ocean, according to the new report. Maybe he wants to be inspired for his new painting, CJ. Maybe that's what. Yeah, yes, you know, he wants to overlook the the sunsets on the uh, the Pacific Ocean. Oh. You know, I, I can already start to see the paintings. Um, you know, the, the millions of, oh my God, they're going to be mad. Yes. Picasso level, you know, I mean, See, I think we, you and I should put, put our, pull our research together and buy one of these Hunter Biden paintings. We if should we afford, maybe, I mean, not the big ones. Cause they go for like 500,000, maybe like a, maybe like a five by four, like, you know, a five by four, maybe we could pay him like 20 grand and he could paint us a little five by four. You know, I'd like. You know what? I want a self-portrait of uh, him hitting the crack pipe. I think oh, be- that would be a hell of a painting. Wouldn't that be I awesome? Would pay money for that. Autographed, <laughs> autographed with a certificate of authenticity. Former Secret Service agent told ABC News that they that's the setup is the cost of doing business. Really, for the agency, since Hunter, like other presidential families, is entitled to round-the-clock security, typically. Wherever a protectorate sets up the residence, the Secret Service is forced to find some place to rent nearby at market value. Retired agent Don Mihalik told the network, adding that the agency also rents properties in Wilmington and Ranboth Beach in Delaware as part of its duty to protect the President Biden and his frequent weekend trips home. That's what he does. He's, I don't think this asshole is ever in the White House. This is new, Mihalik added. The service has had to do this in the past administration. Unfortunately, the housing market right now has driven the prices substantially higher. And here's this jackwad and, and his South African wife, the crackhead, right? Oh, God. Hunter Biden, who has come under intense scrutiny for his business dealings in Ukraine and is under investigation by the feds for alleged tax fraud, has been willing has been willing away his time over the past year in luxury digs that cost about $20,000 a month. Look at this guy. He, this is where he stinks, Siege. That's a rough life. It's, it's rough. I mean... It pays I mean, to be a criminal in D.C., brother. I mean, he probably has to walk at least 100 yards to get to the next restroom. I mean, you know, and if it doesn't get clean that day, you got to go to the next one. I mean, it's it's oh. a lot of work be living in that type of home, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I the can resort- sympathize with it a little bit. Oh, yeah. What if there's too much chlorine in the pool water? Ooh, I mean, that's a problem. What if, the, have- what if the Uber driver gets lost on the way to bring the food? <laughs> yeah, this is this is these are all, you know, logistical problems that Hunter has to face. The resort style home. challenging life. It really, I don't think we should discredit the challenging life that that is. Very challenging. Look at this. The resort style home includes four bedrooms, three bathrooms, an open floor plan, vaulted ceilings, and a chef's kitchen. Look at that. The mansion, located on nearly an acre atop a hill in the coastal community, features a spacious park like yard with a pool, a spa, built in barbecue bar, 
The listing also touts the home's enchanting 180-degree panoramic views. The, you don't think you have oligarchs in your country, folks? You better mm. think again. The first son's federal security. Oh, my God, I'd like to knife this guy. <laughs> I see right in the gut and, and allow his bowels to spill out. The, the son's federal security detail are reportedly in, in, in const next door in a Spanish-style estate that has his own gorgeous ocean views as well as six bedrooms, six bathrooms, a gym, a tasting room. He needs a tasting room for all the crack that he needs to taste. Yes, yes. A built-in barbecue where he can he can heat up his his uh he can heat up his uh his crack pipes. Uh, the property is about <laughs> a mile away from from the ocean. A spiral staircase and the luxury home leads to a castle-like tower and the master retreat with a wet bar. The listing says, adding that the home provides a resort-style living at its finest. All for this jackass. Look at him. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, the level of, of corruption in, in our government never fails to amaze me. I mean, this is just, my gosh. And, and you know, and the, and the crazy thing is, is that, like, you know, there, there's no, like, fight against this. There's no, like, massive effort. We just allow this to continue to happen time and and time again. I, I don't care if he is, is if he is under federal indictment or being investigated. Okay, fine. You know, arrest arrest him, and he's a flight risk if if that's the case, you know, you want, you know, secure, let's put him in the same jail cell that Epstein was in, you know, I mean, you know, they kept him safe there. I mean, why not? But this is ridiculous. I mean, $30,000 a month. Wow. Unbelievable. Unfriggin' believable for this, this piece of shit, this piece of shit, 30,000 a month to protect his ass this you th you don't think you have oligarchs america think again think again anyway see that's all i got that's all i got man it's all got fun show folks again check us out roguenews.com and also check out siege's youtube channel cjomc over on youtube just go ahead and search it and uh, it will pop up uh, you can follow El Cuco there he does a lot of unique stuff and also, um, yeah, subscribe, like, comment, share, and we will be back on April the 12th, I believe, Siege. April the 12th. We'll be out of jail. Sweet. We'll have, we'll have no strikes. Do you realize that? We'll no have none. Strikes. All of them no would strikes. have fallen off by then, Siege. Yes. We're yes. being reborn. Yes. I will get the uh, makeup tutorials. What yes. else here? Makeup tutorials. Um, we're going to do some try-ons. We're going to do some try-ons as well. Um, not sure which yet, so we'll... We'll figure it out. All the uh, all the sensor proof stuff that's I'm, on. I'm, on I'm ordering a whole bunch of stuff from like from like Victoria's Secret that I'm going to be trying on. <laughs> there it's we gonna go. Be awesome. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Folks, thank you guys for listening in, and we'll be back tomorrow with. Uh, we'll be back in the morning, and then Matthew Eric is going to be on as well, so it's going to be awesome. Word. Keep it locked and loaded. Uh, I'm lining up Andre Martin in the next few days, so I'll keep you posted for that. So keep it locked right here. And with that being said, we're over and out. <laughs>